This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Tour. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and specifically the Arsenal News Show. I hope you're doing good. Hope you are well one day. One day is all that is left until club football arrives back on our television screens uh, or in the stadiums, of course, if you're able to go. Lucky, lucky people. But I hope you're doing good. I hope you're well. Good morning to everybody in the chat box. Hope you're enjoying yourselves. Stevie, Mike, Kaiser, Social, Mo Fala, uh, Matt G. Uh, we've got uh, Liam. We've got Colin. We've got Social still in there too. Tony, Safiso, Reese, Ray, Jacob, Chris, Luke. Uh, we've got Ratha Varys, Vinny. We've got Ife, we've got uh, we've got Mohammed in here, we've got Tom, we've got Lars, we've got Marcus, uh, Colin, Christopher, and, and Jacobus again. So many people joining us as always. Thank you so much to everyone that continues to show your support in the mornings and uh, and join me. Do drop a like on today's video and subscribe if you haven't done so already. There isn't swathes of news to go through today, which does mean that we've got more of an opportunity to go through more of your questions towards the end. So in a few minutes' time, once we've got through all of today's stuff, I'll be answering plenty of your questions today because there's plenty of time to do so. Um, Marcus, it's I thought it was on the mend, and then I woke up this morning and it was like the scratchiest it had been. I had to go down, grab some milk, milk the, the saviour of all. Um, and uh, and it feels a lot better after. It's, it's always going to be worse in the mornings. That's what I find. It's always worse in the mornings. But uh, fingers crossed, we're getting there. And uh, and by tomorrow, it should should have sorted. I get that feeling. You know, when you feel like you're only a, a day or so away from it sorting itself out. That's that's kind of the mindset that I'm in at the moment. So fingers crossed, tomorrow we will be fully recovered. In speaking of tomorrow, there may or may not be a show. I'm hoping to do one. I'm going to be in London in a horrible, I say horrible, it's a premier in, so it's not, it's not that bad, but it's, you know, it's not the best environment to do uh, shows, but I'm going to try my best. I'm going to be taking my laptop and my stuff. So hopefully uh, there'll be a show for you tomorrow morning, but I can't make any promises, I'm afraid. Uh, but fingers crossed there, were. there won't be Sunday, that's for sure. But Saturday, I'm really hoping to bring you a show uh, tomorrow morning. So do make sure you're subscribed and turn 
turn on those notifications so you never miss a show. Let's crack on, though, with the first uh, story, as always, telling you to go and subscribe uh, to the Arsenal way. Always uh, an absolute pleasure to join the guys over there. They'll be doing a show at 9.30 a.m., as always, Monday to Friday. And there's plenty more stuff on the channel. Mikel Arteta's press conference goes live at, I think, 9 o'clock this morning. You will be able to watch that press conference on the Arsenal way. Link to the channel is always in the description. We're on our way to 5,000 subs now. So please make sure that you do uh, go and check out the content. <clears throat> our first story of the day is that the Spanish media are linking Arsenal with a move to Isco, um, the Real Madrid and Spanish international midfielder. Now 29. I I really don't. I, I mean, I do understand why this happens. We get linked to Isco every single window. Without fail, Isco comes up as a link. It always, always does. I don't see this happening. I don't want this to happen. I have no interest in it happening. I don't think he would add anything to the team bar just depth. And there are better players of better age profiles for us to go for. I'd rather go for an Asensio far, 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 far more than going for an Isco. It doesn't make any sense uh, to do this. But the link has emerged once again. Um, so so there you go. Just really, really strange one to, to see Isco linked with Arsenal once again. Um, now, Van Bron- Van, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has been uh, appointed as new Rangers boss, but he was actually asked about whether or not um, it was ever an ambition or is still an ambition to become the new Arsenal boss uh, at some point when we move on from Mikel Arteta. And he says, it is. I always say if I get one of the clubs I had abroad, it would be really nice. For me, it doesn't change the way I work and how I see my future. I just enjoy the day and work hard for tomorrow and we will see what happens. Maybe, depending on how well he does at Rangers and the tenure of Mikel Arteta, however long that goes on for, we will see Van Bronckhorst in an Arsenal managerial shirt rather than just an Arsenal shirt. He spent some really good years of Arsenal, though he did suffer a massive, massive knee injury, which cost him most of his time, but still won a league title with Arsenal in 2002. So there is obviously there's obviously some really, really positive stuff that goes with uh, that goes with uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst being at the club. So that's uh, that's an interesting one to keep your eyes on and see how he gets going at uh, at Rangers. So fantastic news for him, and maybe one day we'll see him in an Arsenal shirt. Who? No, so we'll have to wait and see. Now, Granite Xhaka. Uh, Granite Xhaka has, uh, obviously, as we know, was linked with uh, a move to Roma in the summer. And Roma are supposedly, according to the Italian media, not actually done with this one, despite him signing a new contract with Arsenal, although it was just kind of that that option to extend it. Um, they are supposedly still interested in, in picking up Granit Xhaka. He's currently injured. He's meant to return to training very, very soon. In fact, he's already in light training and is running outside. He's meant to be back in full training in January. But he is still very much um, <laughs> interesting the, the Italian side. Jose Mourinho, of course. In fact, I haven't really checked in uh, with how uh, he's getting on. Let's have a look at the Serie A table briefly. Roma sit in sixth place, so, you know, about where you expect them to be. They've only won one of their last five league games, uh, and they sit just the three points off of uh, Atalanta in fourth place. Napoli and Milan are having a brilliant season between them. Really interesting title race, and while Juventus sit there in eighth, uh, absolutely, they've already lost four games this season. 
Serie A is very, very intriguing. Uh, it's a shame I don't watch it, but uh, it looks very, very interesting. But Roma, if they are to get Granit Xhaka, obviously Arsenal had a figure in the region of around £28 million in their minds in the summer. That's how much they wanted uh, for Granit Xhaka. Uh, they were willing to offer around €50 million, Euros, which is a joke of a price, quite frankly. I know a lot of people turned around and said, I'll oh, just let him go. Let him leave for that. We don't need him. Don't want him. Well, Turns out, you know, we wanted him. And so that, for my money anyway, is, is certainly... Uh, it just He's a player that I just don't think we need to worry about losing right now. Let's add in um, a midfielder, add on top of Granit Xhaka, keep him in the team. He's, just, he's part of the squad. I don't see a reason to get rid of him, to be honest. He's good depth as well. He may not want to be a depth, but he signed a new contract. So we've got all the control that we need on this one. I, for one just think him staying is more beneficial than him going because it opens up another kind of, it opens up more work that needs to be done in the midfield. But we'll wait and see. Maybe he will end up leaving for Roma, but I doubt it. I very much doubt it indeed. Now, the biggest news and the most exciting news that we have to bring you guys is that Thomas Partey will be available for Arsenal's match against Liverpool tomorrow, which is a massive, massive plus for all of us. I'm hoping at some point to do a preview show. All the members seem to be busy. <laughs> I opened up the opportunity for the members to go and uh, and do a preview. I might end up doing one probably around midday-ish today. So if you are around and you'd like to jump on from our members group, um, then yeah. But we've never had an issue before of finding the members to come on. But everyone must be busy. To be fair, I did say that I wanted to do it in this show, which... You know, asking people to come on at 8am, I can understand there may be, <laughs> may be an issue, especially on a Friday. So if you are about a little bit later on today in our members Discord server and you'd like to come on for our preview show, then do drop us a message in the correct channel and we'll try and get you on. But Thomas Partey is said to be available on the Arsenal website. They dropped their team news uh, yesterday and said Kalasnach and Granit Xhaka are the only listed players that are said not to be available. Kalasnach's left ankle said to have uh, sustained a significant injury while playing for Bosnia and Herzegovina during the international period. Said is now starting his rehabilitation back in the UK and continuing to be assessed. There is no update on a timeline. If that affects the ability for us to sell him or move him on in January, we'll have to wait and see. But that's not good news for him. Granit Xhaka says right knee. Granit is continuing to make good progress in his recovery from a medial knee ligament injury sustained on September 26th against Tottenham. Granite is now running outside with the current aim of being back in full training in January. All other players in the men's first team squad are currently fit and available for selection. So Mary is back. Yes, Nick, Mary will be there. I doubt he'll be starting, but he will be there. Tierney is back. Partey is back. We've got a pretty much full strength side available to us and we need to take advantage of that. Liverpool, Mane is back. Robertson could even be fit. Henderson could even be fit. Obviously, we know how this goes. We get excited as Arsenal supporters. We get our hopes up that we might not have to play against some of the best players of our opposition teams. And what happens? They play. It's just what happens. We know that this is the case for Arsenal. We know this is our luck. We know that this is what happens. So I never had my hopes up of seeing Sadio Mane not on the fields on Saturday afternoon. He will be there. I expect Robertson to play. I wouldn't be surprised if Henderson played either. Firmino is out. We know that. That's a positive, you would say. But Jota comes in as a very, very capable replacement for him. 
So there we go. That's uh, that is all of the news that we have for you today. Still managed to go for ten minutes, uh, and that does bring us around to the part of the show where we can answer your questions. So if you do have a question that you'd like to throw into the chat box, then please do, and I'll try my try my best to get um, to through as many of them as feasibly possible. Again, apologies that my voice sounds ridiculous. Um, I'm still suffering with this bad throat, so fingers crossed it's going to recover as soon as feasibly possible. Let's. Um, Let's scroll up in the chat box and see what some of you guys have been saying about some of this stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, in terms of Isco, in terms of Xhaka, Ashley Watkins saying Roma must offer us forty million for Xhaka, take it or leave it. I think there's a little bit of a joke there uh, for going on that. Vinny says fans who wanted to go fifty million euros are clueless. You need depth, and for him to go, you need to replace him with quality. Talking about. Uh, granite jacker there Khalid no parte no Arsenal he is incredibly important for us and says but I don't think he'll be a hundred percent and he'll be subbed off in the 60th minute Ife asking the question Tom if parte starts who would you play alongside Emainsley or Lukonga Lukonga absolutely Lukonga is one of our best players this season has been absolutely influential you look at his passing combinations in the last few matches he has been excellent for us so far uh, Colin says, with Thomas available, would you pair him with Maitland-Niles following his good performance? Again, no, I would stick with Lakonga. I think Lakonga's passing is so important to our left flank at the moment, the way in which he is combining with Tavares, combining with Smith-Rowe. That triangle is working really, really well for us. So I would stick, for my money, I would stick with uh, Lakonga and Partey in the middle. Uh, OM says, what would you do to counter Liverpool? I would play the same system, the same structure that we've been playing. The only change that I'm tempted to make is Erdogan in for Lacazette, just because I think we need a little bit more service out to the front line uh, in a game against a team like Liverpool, where you're going to see them pressing us very, very high. Having that out ball, having someone that can find that pass in through to the wide areas and the striker may be more beneficial to us. So I do lean slightly uh, towards Erdogan. I desperately need to clear my throat. Um, but yeah, I, I lean more towards Erdogan than I do Lacazette because I think it would give us more of an outball um, during the game. And uh, and he's still a very good player, despite what I still can't believe the amount of criticism he gets from people. But uh, he's still a very good player for us and uh, definitely uh, an added uh, bonus to the team. Uh, John says, after the Arsenal victory, would you suggest I have French toast or waffles uh, for breakfast? I mean, both. Why not both? Waffles on French toast, John. That's that's what you're going to have to do if we win because it's going to be very unlikely that it happens. And I say that with the most optimism that I have. I'm not expecting a victory at Anfield. Um, I'm hoping for one, but I'm not expecting one. Khalid says, do you, think we are, uh, do you think we are the Liverpool of 2016 when they had their players, but we're missing one or two players to compete? They got Van, Virgil van Dijk, Alisson, and won the Champions League and the Premier League. In two years, we will win the league. Khalid, I think we are still a long way off winning a title, winning the Champions League. We finished back-to-back eighth-place positions. We are 11 games into the subsequent season. I'm not going to sit here and say that we are close to being title challengers or Champions League winners. We have got a lot of work to do. Our manager is still inexperienced. He, needs, he still needs to develop himself more before we can ever think about that. But we are, I'd say, two players away from becoming regular top-four competitors which is great, and we want to be up there. We look like we're competing this season, which is ahead of schedule. It's really positive. But, you know, we are still, for my money, a, a long way away from competing 
for a title. That's that's just my view on it. <clears throat> huh. See, I thought I muted myself to uh, take a drink, but I'd, clearly it's affecting my brain now. Uh, GGTV for you says, uh, if the team puts in a performance, I'm happy. Brighton uh, got an okay result against Liverpool, so anything is possible. Anything is possible. It's football. <laughs> anything can happen, but I'm just, you know, realistically, my head says 3-1 Liverpool. My heart says 2-2. I hope that my heart wins, and even more than that, I hope that we win. JDB says, Tom, I don't really care if the opposition team's best players are fit and ready for the match. It means that our players would be tested against the best, and if we beat them, it'll be even better. I get that theory, but if you're telling me that we can go up against Manchester City without the likes of Ruben Diaz, De Bruyne, I'll take that. If you go up against Liverpool without Mo Salah, I'll take that. You need the luck. You need sometimes to go up against the sides without their best players to get more points on the board because no one's going to remember that three years down the line. No one's going to remember, oh, well, they didn't have that player in that game because all that matters is where you finish in the league table. So I do care a little bit more um, than maybe you're making out there, but it doesn't matter at the end of the day regarding each game. You take it as they come. Uh, not that it doesn't matter, that's the wrong word, but at the end of the day, when you get round to the game, you just have to face it and you just have to play that game. And uh, no matter who you're going up against, focus on yourself, focus on playing the best that you can play and hopefully you get a result. Uh, Tulip says, great news on Partey. I'm very excited to see how our team performs against Liverpool after a long time. Wants to see high performance from all of them, especially from our defence. Stevie says, Tom, Kieran Tierney or Nuno Tavares? I go Tavares. I go with the form. I go with his physicality. I wouldn't bring Tierney in unless you're going for a 3-4-3 formation. But for me, it's got to be, uh, yeah, it's it's got to be Nuno Tavares for me. I think his, um, I think his physicality is and his recovery pace is going to be really good against Salah. I might be proven absolutely wrong. We will wait and see. But I stick with Tavares for this one. Tierney needs to earn back his place, and that will come gradually. Begatev says you previously preferred the three centre backs, and many fans did against Liverpool. But we did. Uh, but we did see when Liverpool taste their own medicine, it hurts. They don't like when opposition dominate and be physical, which is kind of why my opinions shifted a little bit. I think the 3-4-3 could be really useful. It could combat their wide areas quite effectively. But I also think that if we want to get something from this game, we're going to need to score a couple of goals. Every team that's got anything from Liverpool this season has had to score. Chelsea scored one. They're the only team that have been able to concede less than two against Liverpool this season. Brighton scored two, got a point. West Ham scored three, got all three points. You have to score several goals if you want to get anything from Liverpool. Fingers crossed we can do that because the chances we're creating aren't as frequent against the big sides as we need them to be as they are against some of the smaller teams like Norwich where we absolutely battered them but just couldn't take them. We need to take those chances. Uh, so yes, Tavares, uh, Raf over Tierney. Leopold says, Tom, I think the international break came at the right time for KT. He got some minutes to help improve his match fitness. He did. You're right, playing in the left centre-back position, of course. But for me, I would still stick with Tavares for this game. Uh, Fatih India says, Tom, do you think Arsenal can get a win at Anfield? Van Dijk has never lost at Anfield in the Premier League. It is. It would be a massive victory. As I said, my head says 3-1 Liverpool. My heart says 2-2. If we can come away without losing this game, it'll be a massive result for us and I'll be very, very happy. Nick B says, would you prefer Smith Rowe to play higher to keep Trent back or play a low bar uh, and play on the counter? Look, I think you need to get out Liverpool. We need to score. We, we really got at Leicester in the first kind of opening stages of that game and we benefited from that. We need to do the same thing 
this time. We're not going to be able to dominate the game. We're not going to be able to play on the front foot for the entirety of it. And Liverpool are going to dominate most of the possession and most of the chances. So we need to get in there early when we've got our full fitness, try and nick an early goal. Yes, you can sit back a little bit because naturally you can't be on the front foot for the entire match. But we have a lot more faith in our defence than we have done in previous seasons. If you're Liverpool and you're coming off the back of two games in which you've drawn against Brighton and lost against West Ham, the last, one of the last opponents that you're going to want to be facing right now is Arsenal, which is a big credit to the club. Ten games unbeaten, some really good results, especially away from home against the likes of Burnley, against Leicester. You are not going to want to be playing Arsenal. And so Jurgen Klopp's not going to be too pleased about having this opportunity. He would have rather have had plenty of other teams to face, which, as I say, is a big compliment to us. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we what we can do, basically, against Liverpool. That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, 3-1 seems harsh. I don't think it's harsh. I think it's a game where Liverpool scored pretty much two goals in at least two goals in all the games that they play. And I can see it being 2-1 until the final few minutes. We try and push for a goal and then they hit us on the counter and score. That's where I kind of see it ending up as 3-1. Um, but I hope I'm wrong and I hope that we can come through with a lot better of a result than that. Um, let's go to Olu says, I'm, I'm going early. We win this game two goals to nil. Wow. 89 all over again. How special would that be? Uh, as I say, I'm hoping to do a predictions and preview show a little bit later on today. Um, I will hopefully get round to that before I go out this afternoon. But uh, but yeah, please, please do get your thoughts and theories into the chat box and uh, we'll go through your predictions a little bit later on. Uh, JDB, last question before we get around to the preview show later on. says, since that 2-1 win at the Emirates, who has regressed or improved the most? We played three at the back, by the way. Look, a lot of players have improved. Smith-Rowe, Saka, they've improved massively so. Aubameyang and Lacazette are of an age where you're not gonna really going to find too much progression. The Conga has been signed. He's improved. Partey has always been this good and we're finally starting to see him. Tomiyasu, Ben White, Ramsdale, all signed, as has Tavares. Gabriel this season has been brilliant. He's improved, you'd say Gabriel has. So I hate it when people try and turn around and say, oh, they're young, they're naturally going to progress. That's BS. Players of that age falter, stagnate, fall away all the time. That's why players don't make it at the top level because at the youngest of ages, they don't progress. Arteta's improving this team. He's improving the individuals. So that's really positive to see. I'm looking forward to see what we can do. Join us later on today. I've just realised I've been talking to you while Partey's been on the screen for this entire time. Um, do join us later on today, hopefully, for a preview show. I'm going to jump a message into the Discord server very, very soon. Um, and, and yeah, I look forward to joining you again. We'll be going through your predictions, going through our predicted lineups and more as well. Enjoy your Friday. You're nearly there. One day left, and then it's match day. See you soon, guys. Drop a like, drop a subscription, and as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your Mook delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, 
AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business. Removing friction and frustration for your employees. Supercharging productivity for your developers. Providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.